Well done, everyone. Um, good morning, and hello to people I haven't met. I'm Sarah, and I'm very excited that we're going to be looking today at this wonderful parable that's just been told to us by you fabulous people. If there are any other children who want to sort of come and sort of distance along the front, you are very welcome, because we are probably going to need a little bit more help this morning. Um, so we've had this fantastic story about the farmer, haven't we? And the farmer, he gathered up all his grain, and he didn't have enough room, so he builds a bigger barn and he gets a bit more grain because he's thinking, if I have enough food, I can just take it easy. Just take it easy. Just relax. Awesome. But what happens? Can you remember what happened? Exactly. Exactly. He dies. He never gets to enjoy it. So all that time he's gathering stuff up. He's going to take it easy later, but he's working really hard. He's gathered all this stuff. He can trust in the stuff he's made for himself. Definitely doesn't need God to help him out. I can look after myself. And then he goes and dies and he never even gets to enjoy it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Henry. We can always rely on you for, for dramatics. <laughs> And Jesus says, that's not, that's what it's like for people on this earth, people like us who hoard things and are not rich in the sight of God. So what does rich in the sight of God mean? And that is our question for today. Does anybody, do any of you guys, anyone out there, do you know what this is? Go on. A coin. Is it a really beautiful, lovely brass coin that I'm going to be able to go and buy stuff with? Can you see? Is it? Go on, Holly. It's a chocolate coin. Love a chocolate coin. Can't have a talk without chocolate. And Jesus says that actually we get distracted by stuff that looks really shiny and looks like a brass coin, looks like something we might be able to do something with, something we can rely on, because if we have loads of riches and loads of treasures and store it up, we can rely on that. But Jesus is saying no. Just get rid of that. That's rubbish. What is important is inside. So much sweeter. Looks a bit brown, but we all love chocolate, don't we? So what Jesus, what God has to offer for riches is so much better. And we might say, if I just have a little bit more money, a bit of a bigger car, maybe another packet of match attacks, or a bit more Hot Wheels, or Lego, or maybe a few more likes on Instagram, or a pair of shoes, or that dress. We can insert different things, can't we? It's different for all of us. But we cling on to those things and think that they are our treasure. We can rely on those things. If I just have 100 likes on that comment, then I will be happy. But he says, that's all transient, Jesus says. That's rubbish. You want to find the good stuff that I have to offer. So we're going to have a look at some chocolate coins and see what are the riches of God. How can we be rich in God's sight? So does anyone who's sort of not dressed up as a fabulous person from the story want to come give me a hand? Should we have Holly first? There's another. Do you, why don't you come as well? There's, there's a few coins. Now I have to get them in the right order. Check which number. Brilliant. Do you guys want to unwrap that chocolate coin for me? Have you got it? It's a bit heavy. So just rip off all the foil, because the foil is rubbish. Looks very shiny. Fantastic. Oh, hi, Annabelle. Hi, Alicia. Well, you can open the next one. Bro, 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 what's inside? I'm not sure this is very health and safety. Try not to drop it on your toe. There we go. There should be a piece of paper. All the idea. That's amazing. Let's get rid of that rubbish, shiny stuff. 
And what does it say inside? I'll get rid of the outside bit. Go on. Take that out. Now, where's that microphone gone? You probably have a... Is one of you able to read that out for me? Is it on? It is. God gives wisdom, knowledge and happiness to the person who pleases him. But to a sinner, he gives the task of gathering and storing up wealth. Ecclesiastes. 2 verse 26. Fantastic. Thank you. That's brilliant. So it says that God gives wisdom and knowledge. And that is our riches that Jesus is speaking about. He gives wisdom and knowledge. Fantastic. You can sit on the step if you like. Wisdom and knowledge, but to a sinner he gives the task of gathering up and storing wealth. This is from Ecclesiastes, which actually goes with this reading today. Ecclesiastes 2 is worth a read. All this stuff, like chasing the wind, it can be a bit depressing unless we get onto the riches of God as well. So wisdom and knowledge... That is one of the riches that God gives us. How can we become wise? He wants to be wise. I want to be wise. I'm not very wise. Anyone else? No, no one else wants to be wise. It's just us. Right. So if we want to be wise, how can we do that? Shall I give you a little, little clue? Ghost of Sunday school's past. So the Bible is full of stuff. It's called the Word of God. The Bible is God's word to us, and it's full of wisdom and knowledge that God wants us to know about. And in prayer, we also hear the wisdom and knowledge that God wants to impart to us. Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes it's a bit hard to do my Bible reading every day. I sometimes forget, and my Bible in a year that I try and do takes me at least two years. I don't know how, maybe you you probably have a better track record than me. Also, I don't know how I find it hard to find resources for kids. So, what we've done is, with some lovely friends, (laughs) put together a bit of a table over there of some resources that might be helpful for kids, but also adults, things like the Hopeful family on Instagram. There's lots of ways that we can gather knowledge about wisdom and knowledge that God wants to impart to us as riches. So let's share those riches with each other. Let's read our Bibles in prayer with each other and also encourage each other. I'm constantly encouraged by friends who sort of share this sort of stuff with me. And let's glean all of that wisdom and knowledge that God wants to richly pour on us. Brilliant. We're on to coin number two. There are only three coins, don't worry. I think you guys next. Do you want to rip that open? Now, it's buy one, get one free, this one, but we're only going to read one of them. Last minute. There we go. Fantastic. Now, Annabelle, do you think you fancy reading this one for me? Can you see what that says? Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labour in vain. That's right, Psalm 127, verse 1. Thank you very much. Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labour in vain. So what work are we actually doing? The farmer was doing all this work to get all this stuff and build his barns. What is our work? What work do we do? And does it have the blessing of God? Now, again, I don't know about you, but I get myself in a bit of a tiz over the plans God has for me, and I can never quite work out if I'm doing the right thing. And I think sometimes when we look at the people in the Bible, we look at their lives, sometimes it can't have felt like God was in control. Like Joseph in the prison or down the well, that can't have felt like God's plan. So perhaps we just have to trust that where we are right now, that is God's plan for us. Trusting God that stuff that's happened in the past that we feel that we could have done differently, stuff that we might be worried about in the future, we have to put to one side and trust that this is our plan from God right now. And how are we going to work to build 
build God's kingdom in this moment right now. So as we move into this week, are we going to be able to do that? Well, I think I certainly have to learn about God's plan being very moment to moment. This morning, my plans have been shot to pieces. Things are slightly different to how I was expecting. Um, But do you know what? I think God is telling me a few things this morning. And the way God changes the plans that we have changes the way that we know what God wants, uh, wants for us. So we need to put our plans to one side this week and think about what is it that God is wanting me to do in this moment right now. So, on to coin number three. Do you want to do it? Is there anyone else out there who wants to join us? We're all all right. There we go. If you want to, do you want to come, do you want to have a go? Do you want to come read it out? Do you want to come join? Maybe later. That's okay. I've got other jobs. That's fine. Brill, brill. Let's get rid of that shiny wrapping of all this stuff and have a little look inside. Brilliant. Do you want to read us out what that says? What does that say? I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never go thirsty. Joan 6 v 35. Brill, thank you. John or Joan, John 6 35. That's fantastic. So I am the bread of life. That's a bit of an odd thing to say. Would you say I am bread? You might dress up as bread. We've got some great dressing up, haven't we? But the farmer was gathering up all that food, wasn't he? And Jesus, when he says, I'm the bread of life, he's not saying don't go shopping, don't have any food in the house. He's actually got quite good form. He's kind of provided fishes and loaves and wine. God gave manna in the desert. So he's got good form on proper food. But he's saying, that is food, but you'll be hungry again in a couple of hours. I am the bread of life. My teaching will give you food and nourishment, not for your body, but for your soul. And that is food that will nourish you not just for this life, but into the future and into eternity as well. So as we move into this week, and we're thinking about how can I be rich in the sight of God, we need to trust in the wisdom and the knowledge that God gives us through his word in the Bible, through the prayer times that we have by ourselves with other people and the encouragement of others. We need to use that to fuel the work that we do in the moment that we are actually in, rather than our worries about our plans for the past or for the future. And we can then be nourished through the teaching of Jesus as we move through this life into the next as well. And then we will be rich in the sight of God. So shall we pray? Do you ever do one? My hands sometimes get a bit sort of twiddly. So I do one, two. We do this in climbs as well, don't we? Three. Lord, we thank you so much that you want to bless us so abundantly with your brilliant riches. We're sorry when we get distracted by stuff that we think we can rely on. Help us to trust you with everything that we are, with all of our plans, with the way we work, the way we live our lives. And I pray that you will help us to be truly rich in your sight for your glory. In your precious name, amen.